Racing with Jason podcast. Jason Carter along with Steve McCollum. Hello. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook at the Racing with Jason podcast page. Also hit me up on Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram at JasonCarter03. Love talking to all you race fans as we just concluded a great Western World Championship weekend. Looking Already looking forward to the 52nd of Western World as the big news came out. It will be the Amsoil USAC National Sprint Cars along with the P1 Insurance National Budgets. So great things going on that. Not too sure the date yet, but tickets will be going on sale. I believe in January for that. Anyways, we've got a great race weekend coming up this weekend in Arizona, not just down the road in Avondale at ISM Raceway now. Got <laughs> yourself, perfect. The, the brand new opening weekend of ISM Raceway. Also at Arizona Speedway, we have the SWDR Late Model Santan Ford Sprint Cars, Pure Stocks, Bombers, Warp Cars, and the Mechanics Race this weekend. But join us right now on the Arizona Speedway Hotline. It is the man who will be, well, crowned champion of the SWDRA Late Models this weekend. Driver is the number 28, Mr. John Cornell. John, how you doing, my man? We're doing good, doing good. Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for hopping on. So I hear some ruffling going on back there. Sure you're getting the car uh, booted and suited for uh, this weekend. We are. That's right. We're uh, getting her ready to go, and I think we're going to have a, hopefully a good car count and uh, go out and have some fun. Now let's talk about how important car count is. And, you know, when uh, you know, Jason Babiak kind of took over this deal, his main emphasis was car count, car count, car count. And the car count numbers have been uh, you know, picking up for you guys. I mean, I know the last race uh, weekend that we had out here, we actually did the two-night show with uh, you know Canyon, and then uh, came over to us on the Saturday night at Arizona Speedway, and the car count was awesome. Had a lot of guys from uh, California come up and run. Uh, those guys gearing up for uh, you know the, the Wild West shootout and all that stuff. Like, How awesome is it to have you know see more and more uh, late models in the pits? Well, it's, it's great, and uh, you know, it is car count is really, really important. That's that's what the the promoters look at, and you know, in order to get races, we've got to have car count, and uh, and it's just important for you know our local guys to support it, and uh, and just just support our division and get get them that car count, and um, so yeah, and it was a lot lot of fun to have some of these guys from California. Uh, Don Shaw was there. Um, you know, having these guys out there is great because. Uh, they're really, really fast, and, and uh, it's, it's great to race against uh, some different guys as well. So, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And uh, this year being uh, Jason Babiak's kind of first year taking over as series director, how's that uh, transition been for you guys? Uh, I think he's done a great job. Jason, he's, he's working really hard, and, uh, you know, I think I think with anything like this, there's there's always some, a learning curve. Um, there's always some bumps along the way, but uh, I think he's, he's doing great. And um, I just I, I look for really really good things in the upcoming years, and I think we're we're growing, and I think we're going to continue to grow, and I, I like where where I see it's going. So, uh, John, uh, when you're getting ready from race to race, what exactly on a late model do you have to work on in between the races? Um, if if it's just maintenance stuff, you know, you've you've got a lot of stuff that you need to, you know, of course you need to nut and bolt the car. Usually we're looking at. Uh, shocks we're making sure everything's good there um you know you might change an oil change the transmission fluid you're you know you're always changing gears from different tracks to track um those kinds of things and then you're thinking about what what other things you want to try you know maybe you want to try some things different um you know sometimes it's easy i think in racing in general to fall a little bit into a rut and and kind of know you know if something's working for you you don't you don't want to change up but um 
it seems, you know, the guys that are, are really always getting faster are just always trying new things. Um, so, you know, you're always trying to talk to different guys. Uh, what, what can you do to something different? You know, can you try something different in the heat race? Um, so a lot, of, a lot of maintenance on these things, um, especially if you want to want to be competitive and make sure you don't break in the race. Um, but it's it's good stuff. You know, it's it, uh, you got to enjoy working on the car. And, and uh, that's just part of it. If you, if you want to be competitive. Any uh, body work that normally gets done or you just kind of skirt that off till it gets too bad? Um, no, we, we try to keep it pretty straight. Um, you know, we've been fortunate, knock on wood. Uh, we've been fortunate this year. We haven't had a lot of, right. I don't mean to jinx you. (laughs) (laughs) We, uh, haven't had a lot of that this year, but you never know, you know, things happen and, and, uh, sure. Absolutely. If you, uh, get into some somebody a little bit you've got to straighten out bodies replace uh, nerve bars and stuff like that um and then just just keep track of too you know uh make sure sometimes it's really easy to to bend a spindle or something in the front end so you know you're you're keeping an eye on your your toe and your casting your camber checking those things out uh just to make sure that that you know when you're going back out to the track that everything's in good shape but you know after a while you kind of get it down and you, you know the things to look for and 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 um, that's what you keep an eye on. So is it uh, is it just you? You have a crew? I mean, uh, you have, you know, family members help well, you out? Who gets you get ready for the races? Well, that's, that would be Craig Parker. He, he's a huge, huge help. Um, he, he does a lot a lot of stuff on my car and uh we uh we both race out of the same shop here at my house and uh so yeah you know nights like tonight he's he's out there working and and i'm out there giving him a hand and uh so yeah that's that's a big it's a big plus to have a, a guy that really really knows what he's doing knows what he's looking for um he's just good at it he's real good at it and it uh it's not twice as much work for two cars, so it's it's kind of nice because it actually you know it it, uh, it spreads the load a little bit. You know, one guy can be taking care of tires, one guy can be you know looking at cars, looking at front ends, whatever it is you know that we need to be doing. So it kind of helps spread the load. And you know, uh, there's there's also the factor that you're hanging out with a buddy and mm. and you know doing what you want to do. Exactly, it sounds perfect. You so. Get to drink a little beer uh, while you're working on <laughs> the car, right? <laughs> Usually we wait on that. We, we wait on that until after we're done. <laughs> and of course, Craig Parker, the uh, the guy that you're going to uh, eventually beat for the championship right now, is second in points behind you, and is number 48. Uh, does have the Facebook profile pic though, as uh, if the SWDRE late models, the uh, previous winner, usually gets the Facebook profile pic. Uh, Jason Babiet kind of started that <laughs> this year, uh, doing that for you guys, and uh, you know some of you guys take that Facebook profile pic pretty seriously. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know if they do or not. I don't, I don't really pay attention to that stuff. I, uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't get really involved in that. I don't really worry too much about that kind of stuff. I just, I'm here to have fun, and racing is is just fun. You know what? When you're you're out there at the racetrack, you're with with guys that uh, you have a similar interest in, and uh, you know that's that's uh, it's kind of a little bit of a when you race that's your life you know you work you race you got your family and that's what you do that's kind of a way of life so yeah good times (laughs) so uh, you know obviously a big thing you know with dirt track racing especially in Arizona is always trap prep trap prep trap prep Uh, you know we saw it this past weekend for the Western World you know two different tracks both nights uh, both pretty racy I mean depending on you know what you look for in a track as a fan or or a driver uh, what kind of a track suits your style more um, 
you know, I, I definitely like a little bit faster track. Um, I, that's that's fun. It's it's fun, but you know, sometimes when it's um, ice rink slick from top to bottom, that's really fun too. Um, you know, I, I prefer not to get into the rougher tracks just because I think it tears your equipment up and. and I don't, I don't like that. Um, but, you know, in dirt track racing, you just got to take what you can get. Everybody's racing on the same surface. Um, and, you know, I think that for the most part, everybody out here does really, really, really well. Um, you know, I thought we had a, a real good track last time we were at uh, ET and, and Canyon's track was real good the night before. Um, they were fast. And so, you know, yeah, you always have a little bit of preferences, but um, I'll just, I'll take whatever I can get and just want to go race. Yeah, just as long as you're uh, racing, right? As a, you know, exactly. this this week being the final uh, points race of the year. Then we have a couple non-points races uh, coming up. You got a two-day show out in uh, Canyon, actually, uh, later on this month. And then we are already gearing up. I know uh, your, uh, your your series director is gearing up already for it. I talked to him a few times the last weekend during the Western World. And that is the big Wild West shootout coming at you in January. And, uh, I mean, how fun is that Wild West shootout race? It's a lot of fun. It's a it's a whole different experience, um, you know. For for guys like me who who don't qualify, it's tough. It's, it's really hard to, to go out there and lay down a, a good lap without seeing the track, and and um, it's it's a challenge. But uh, and it's very humbling. I'll say that too. But you know what? It's fun to be a part of, and it's it's fun to be out there with with the kind of caliber of guys that are out there doing it um you know i watch them on dirt on dirt all the time and next thing you know you're out there racing with them so a lot of fun it's fun to be a part of i think it gives you an edge up on your season uh, you know you get that many more races before the season even starts and you're racing with really fast cars so i think that you know it has helped me with um the, the guys that i race with here it's helped me been a little bit more competitive so i, I appreciate that um it's very tiring it's it's very expensive, um, but I, I, I enjoy it, and uh, we're looking forward to doing it again this year and hoping that we'll we'll do a little bit better than we did last year. So for those fans that you don't really like know, I mean, a lot of like the late model guys, you know, you guys aren't really the flashiest guys, I guess, you know, kind of all over the social media and stuff like that. Uh, you know, what do – I mean, how did you get started in racing and all that stuff? You know, how long have you been doing this thing? Uh, been doing it for a long time. Uh, this is uh, about 29 years. Been racing. Wow. Just kind of fell into it. Um, I think I was into dirt bikes when I was a teenager, and uh, about that time I was going out getting getting hurt more, a little bit more times than I should. And next thing you know, we start talking about you know racing out of Manzanita, and you know, we thought, well, you're in a in a cage, and and it seemed like a lot of fun. And uh, my first car was a dwarf car, and uh, uh, raced that for a couple of years. Um, the whole time I raced that, I was always looking at modifieds, thinking that's that's the division I want to race. And and uh, so about uh, about '93, I bought a modified. We raced that until oh, about 2002, 2003, somewhere in there. And then we bought our late model and and uh, and never looked back. Just loved the late models, uh, and I never dreamed that. I would be doing it for this long, uh, but it's it's a lot of fun, and and I'm lucky that my family supports me, and the people around me love it, and so I'm very very thankful for that. What's your um your most memorable win throughout the years? You have one? Um, you know, I think yeah, I've had a couple, a couple real good ones um, this year and last year. Um, I think last year 
uh, we had one where it was the first first night with the car that we have now, and car wasn't wasn't great. Uh, we were pretty much running third all night, and I started trying to run the low groove and took the white flag and and third and kind of kept working low groove and we won the race. Never expected to win the race. That was a, a highlight that uh, you know it was fun. I mean, I just I remember when I took the checkered flag. I, thinking to myself did that just happen so that was that was pretty cool um but we've had we've had a lot of a lot of fun fun times like that and and you know i've had lots of races too where i haven't won but they were fun and you're racing hard with guys and you know you that's that's what it's about that's that's really what it's about if if uh if it was all about winning all the time i, I probably would have given up a long time ago because right. you know <laughs> So throughout the years, I'm sure you've had some run-ins uh, with some drivers out there on the racetrack. Uh, any of those stories you can uh, share with us? You know, for the most part, I don't uh, – none that stick out on my head. I mean, you know, yeah, you're right. In <laughs> racing, you're going to have some run-ins. Um, but I think for the most part, um, most of the guys that I've raced against, I've always had respect for them. And uh, I'd like to think that, that they've had respect for me and, and uh, you know, sometimes things happen on the track yeah emotions will get the best of you and i've learned over time that uh the best thing you can say after the race is nothing because you'll regret whatever you say and uh that that uh try to live by that now don't just let it go and but by the time the next week rolls around it's not that big a deal so yeah no i'm pretty lucky nothing really sticks out I'm going to hold him to this because you know this weekend there's going to be something <laughs> yeah. on the track and you're going to see John like you know, throwing fist on the front stretch. Like, oh, <laughs> That's I the jinx. Not. Yeah, that's our jinx, by yeah. the way. So, <laughs> um, so what's it, um, you know, you, you mentioned, you know, racing the guys. So what do you do to get ready for a race? Uh, you obviously are familiar with your guys you run with all the time, but when California guys and other guys come in, uh, you watching you you alluded to it earlier that you watch dirt on dirt. You watch a lot of videos on the tracks or anything that you're going to, or how do you get ready for that? Are you just wing it when you get out there and, and figure it out from experience? Yeah, I think uh, I think so. I don't, you know, I I I've learned a long time ago. You really can't plan anything. You never know what's going to happen. You just. Um you know, I I just wing it. I mean, I go out there and and uh, just you know, I think I think right about that lap that you're waiting to get the green and you're kind of rolling around. You know, it's a, that's a that's a pretty you know you, you just realize, hey, this is it. I'm out here, I'm out here racing. Um, you know, most of the fans watching me will never know what it's like to be in a race car, let alone you know do what I do. So yeah, I just I wing it and I go out there and and uh, just get make the most of it. I'm competitive and and I want to try to do the the best that I can do um so that's part of it too just being competitive and and trying to run as fast as you can run and and uh yeah that's it there's really nothing that I can say that I do to get ready I just show up we have fun and we get to go race two more quick ones for me here uh one is uh, are you at all nervous that you're on the phone right now on the famous racing with jason podcast and the guy that's in second place behind you is uh free access to your car behind you there <laughs> are you worried about that at all <laughs> no i'm not i'm not actually. maybe i maybe i should no i i, I not at all man he uh that guy gives me 110 percent every time and and i don't worry about that at all and i don't like, I'm not, not worried at all about being uh, being on the phone with you guys either. So it's nice that you guys have me on. I won't uh, speak for Jason here, but uh, I did not receive any money to keep you on the phone for a long time. So <laughs> that's, that's a good sign, at least for me. So, um, 
But uh, the, the big question I got is on the racing, because you're right, most of us don't know what it's like to be in a race car, but the thing I've always wondered is, is when you're in a race car and you see a guy coming up behind you and passing you, whether you're in the lead or you're racing for some spots and you see a guy just come up and go around you, how upsetting is that or is it just, you know... Uh, what's your emotions and how, how do you react to that in there? I mean, do you do you buckle down and try to try to catch up to them, or is it kind of like a oh darn it, I messed up type of a moment? Uh, walk us through that a little bit. Well, probably D all of the above. I mean, I've, <laughs> I've, I've had them all. Um, I think you know as time has gone on in my racing career, you know I've I've learned too that you kind of got to just race the track. That you do better if you race the track and not the drivers. And so usually I'd like to think I'm getting the most out of my car um but that competitive side of me somebody passes you you're definitely going to drive harder so you know that definitely will bring bring that out in me um but yeah kind of all of the all of the above i've had races where you know i have been passed and i'm upset with myself because i didn't think i raced as good a race as i can and then you've had races where you didn't think you had a chance at winning and you know i won and so you know just you just take what you can get it's kind of like life man you just you never know what's going to come your way take what you can get and, and try to enjoy every bit of it well thank you forrest gump <laughs> <laughs> that's a box of chocolate Hey, speaking of 90s, we got to ask, yep. who's your favorite 90s wrestler? <laughs> I never watched wrestling, man. I was busy racing. Come that's on. A, that's an unacceptable answer. We're going to we're gonna delete this now. Wrestling was on Monday nights. Come on now, John. <laughs> All right. Randy, the Macho Man. Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Macho Man. Yeah. See, yeah. I didn't I didn't watch it much either back then, but you can always come up with somebody you've heard of or, you know, paid attention right. to. The right? 90s were a great time in wrestling. All right. Anyways, outside of wrestling, who is, uh, you know, who are some of your racing heroes growing up? Um, gosh, growing up, I always liked watching uh, you know, Kenny Hatfield was always a, a great racer. Um, always enjoyed racing with them. Uh, you know, Terry Belcher back in the day. Oh, I love me some Terry Belcher. Mr. Excited. Yeah, he was the man. Um, you know, there's there was it was a different time back then, but there was a lot of really good racers that I really enjoyed watching. And uh, you know, the, the, those are those are probably the two that really stick out of my head. Um, you know, good guys, good good racers, and and uh, but there's there's been so many other too. You know, I mean, you know, Lottie Parker Jr. and his man when he was racing in his heyday, he was really really good. Yep. You know, like walk like racing with him. You know, I like racing with the guys that I race with now. I like racing with Craig and and Brad and and uh, you know all these other guys that we race with week in and week out. Um, you know, we got a good group of guys, and just just like I said, I'm real fortunate. Awesome. Well, John, appreciate for hopping on the podcast now you got some sponsors you uh, would definitely like to thank by all means go ahead and thank them well I, I probably the biggest biggest sponsor that we have is just my my family it's cornell racing team it's a it's a family deal um definitely my company a tech engineering is is uh you know definitely also a big a big part of the sponsor but those it's a it's this is a self-family funded deal and and lucky lucky to be have it that way too and where can uh, fans hit you up on uh, social media you got any social media pages out there uh, no, I don't. I don't really do social media that much. I just uh, that's not that's not that ain't me. 
That ain't him, but hey, you can keep up with the latest and greatest by checking out the SWDRA Late Models on Facebook, also SWDRA.com for the latest and greatest. John, we appreciate you uh, for hopping on with us, man, and uh, we're definitely uh, looking forward to see you out there this weekend as uh, we get ready to uh, anoint you the champion, I guess. <laughs> well, thanks, guys. You guys have a good night. <laughs> All, All right. Thanks. thanks very much, John. Bye-bye. That is John Cornell getting ready for this weekend's Rips Napa Night. Don't forget, we have the Estuary Lake Model Santan Ford Desert Sprint Car Series minus Zach Madrid. He's up in Vegas right now running the duel in the desert. So I uh, could be getting a new uh, championship points leader in that division because I believe uh, it's 13 points separated it's close. the top spot to uh, Dustin Corbinney, the Ginger Ninja. And then we also have the Dwarf Cars back with us for the last time this season and going to close out the championship with the Pure Stocks and Bombers. Uh, their racing year is coming to an end this weekend. What is a mechanics race? I don't know, but I know. <laughs> I believe Justin Wyckoff has found somebody for the mechanics race. Uh, okay. <laughs> so if you want to be in it, Steve, I guess go down in the pits, grab a wrench, and say, hey, who, who needs somebody yeah, exactly. for the mechanics race? I'll wear, I'll wear some I'm, overalls. I'm here, boys. I'm ready to go. I'll be, I, I'm, I'll be filming on Saturday night, so I unless I take the camera in the car. Yeah, there you go. In-car camera. There you <laughs> it'll go. Be, it'll be just like Twitter when they do for like NASCAR races. Exactly. <laughs> but no, we do have a lot. We, we're going to have a lot. Busy weekend, I guess you could say. Busy weekend for us. Us as uh, not only are we going to be uh, doing things here at the dirt track at Arizona Speedway, the greatest dirt track in Arizona, we're also going to be at the uh, greatest pavement track <laughs> in Arizona. Well, uh, well, we don't know. We're going to see the new revamped uh, tomorrow morning. We're headed out there and check it out. Kind of excited to see the changes. I know, obviously, they the they, track formerly known yeah, as PIR. I, guess, I, guess you now, I know you forgot it was ISM. I, <laughs> that's, that's I, refuse, <laughs> I refuse to call it ISM for I some know. reason. They, like, I still call it you know, uh, IMS, right? In, in, in no, IMS is Indianapolis. I know, but you but, want to say that. But I still call Xfinity Bush Series, you know? Yeah, I still yeah. call <laughs> Winston Cup. Yeah, I'm still... <laughs> when you go buy a pack of Winstons tomorrow, I don't smoke. I just want a pack of Winstons just to have. Put them in your sleeve. <laughs> so. Oh, I got my Charles Davis Jr. t-shirt. The <laughs> oh, USAC yeah. uh, champion. There you go. Congratulations once again, Charles Davis Jr. on uh, winning you know that championship. And if you haven't seen the picture, Casey Hosser has posted... <laughs> He got me good. Yeah. He yeah. got me good. Uh. It was the most beautiful use of <laughs> Photoshop. Photoshop I've ever seen. Well, I didn't really Photoshop it that much. I mean, he just added a couple features, but <laughs> I mean, like, it was a naturally Charles Charles's face was classic. My face, Your face was, classic. was classic. Champagne showers. Yeah. It was uh, beautiful, and I, the little changes that he put on there was just just perfect. I'm still getting likes on that right now, and <laughs> it's yeah. been like five days yeah. since I post. I shared. I like. I wasn't mad. There's a lot of people that were mad, but not. Me, all right, like take it with a grain of salt. It's awesome. The thing that I got out of it is, is um, you know, Hosford made that and everything. Is man, how much, how much porn does that guy watch? <laughs> yeah, that was the first thing he went with. <laughs> well, Alex Pettis sent me something earlier with the bottle image yeah. edited out, and I thought, man, should really throw. I, I, I thought to myself, like, oh, I should really throw a Brazzers logo on that. And then, sure enough, ten minutes later, Casey Hosford shoots me one that's even better with uh, the. Unnecessary uh, yes. editing of the champagne bottle uh, and Brazzers logo. Laughing so hard on that one. Yes, I had somebody say, "What's Brazzers?" As I was like, "I'm not gonna. Tell yeah, you. I'm yeah. not gonna tell you, Mom. Sorry, <laughs> you're not gonna find out, Mom." 
<laughs> was it your mom that asked? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't Google it. Don't Google it. But no, yeah. So we had a big weekend, I guess. I, was, uh, you yeah, know. I guess we skipped over that. <laughs> yeah, so I guess. Uh, yeah, NASCAR. We can go and get into our, uh, our NASCAR picks, right? I guess we can do some picks for this race. Huh? We're going to be out there. I mean, obviously, the tracks, the track layout is the same. Only difference is the start-finish line has been moved. So the start-finish line is now coming out of one. It's not even like on the dog leg. It's like kind of right there coming out of turn. Well, coming out of turn two. What was turn two? Yeah, turn two. Right before the dog leg. Right? Yeah, right before yeah. the dog leg. So the... Uh, but they did keep the dog leg, The right? leg has changed. Yeah, the track perfectly the same. All they did was scrape up the start-finish line from the front stretch, made that the new back stretch, move the start-finish line. That's going to be interesting seeing how so, they roll out a one at the beginning of the race, you know, all lined yeah. up, two by two, right into that dog leg. Because it's a pretty, like, tight corner. I mean, we, yeah, we were down yeah. there last year in turns one and two for restarts, and it gets pretty tight and pretty hairy, so it's going to be interesting to see those guys go full song. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, just being on there for a couple of restarts, you know, as the uh, you know, during some of the weekend yeah, races. Okay. So, uh, so looking forward to the new interactive garage, see uh, if they got it all booted and suited. I know there's going to be plenty of times where we probably get yelled at by some guy making eight bucks an hour working security, has a flashlight. <laughs> it, it always have. We just that's the best part about us is we just walk like we own it and like people just let us through or they don't. <laughs> and we know not to try it again. You got to dress to impress. That's what I always learn. So you, as long as you look like you know where you're going, they won't say anything about yeah. where you're going. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. They changed the um, the passes on us too, so it might be more visible. Because before that was a thing where like you could, they kind of hit a little bit, you know. Yeah. So you could kind of get into areas you weren't supposed to go into because you know you just kind of hide it and walk in with a crowd. I mean, for Walker, um, there were jean shorts, a Confederate flag tank yeah, top, you ain't getting anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so we'll be out there. I'm excited about that tomorrow with the truck race. Is uh, you know I'm excited to see a truck. I've never seen a truck race in person. Oh, they're fun. Love the young guys. I was yeah, actually I've watched them on TV a lot, but never never seen it in person. I was looking through at my uh, the last truck race I went to was actually last year. When I worked for Chicagoland Speedway. Did a little throwback Thursday pick on Instagram. I got to take the picture of uh, Christopher Bell after they uh, crowned him the um, regular season yep. champ because that was the final race yep. uh, at Chicagoland last it. year, mm-hmm. and he uh, was the regular season champion. And I took a picture, and then he's like. Did she used to announce at Canyon Speedway? I was like, yeah. He's like, Jason? I was like, yeah, what's up, Chris? Like, oh, man, how you doing? You know, I was like, oh, hey, cool. Somebody remembers me. I don't know. But get to see him out there on... Uh, <laughs> He's so like, I, I was so excited that somebody actually remembered my announcement at Canyon. In, yeah, for, in Chicago, from, no less. Yeah, from two years ago. So. Right? <laughs> right. And yeah. then I uh, get to see him out there uh, Saturday running his uh, expanded car, trying to walk down championship. Don't forget, Christopher Bell will be with us at the Copper Classic Black Friday and Saturday. Yes. I don't remember the date, so I'm just going Black Friday. Obviously, date yeah. for Thanksgiving. Yeah, fr- so. Friday and Saturday that weekend, 24th and 25th, or 23rd and 24th? Not too sure. One of, the, one of those one two. One of the two. I, I had it earlier, but it's Black Friday. Uh, we'll be out there. Speed Shift TV, they're going to come out and uh, do the broadcast uh, with us that weekend as well. And that's going to close out the season as we have uh, December what? off. 23 and 24th. Yeah, so the 23rd and 25th. Or 23rd. God, I, you just said I, I can't do it. I just told you and I did The 23rd and 24th. Yeah, Lord. Well, you said 23 and 24th, yeah, so yeah. I had to put yeah. 23rd and 24th so, on there. Yeah, so I mean, we're going to get out there early tomorrow to see the track, and obviously they do practice and qualifying, right, morning of. Yeah, so we'll be... So we'll see that. We'll see it. Kind of get the layout. Saturday, we're doing Xfinity, which starts at 1.30 our time. And then we got to drive back yeah, to uh, so Arizona Speedway. We're, we're trying to figure out what time to leave. we got to get that layout because we know how bad it was before getting out of there now but we mind, usually Xfinity's, went on Sundays yeah that's all right like, so you're not fighting off the whole crowd on yeah, Saturday so we can get all the way to Canyon 
uh, or I'm sorry, to ET to uh, for Saturday night for me to film and you to call that excitement. And then uh, up at early Saturday, you know. Sunday. We we need uh, the uh, race director there uh, to uh, make sure we, get, we move on time on Saturday night. Yes, Jason Ramager. <laughs> make sure we're moving on time. He says he's going to make a quick a quick night for us. Because I know so, we're not the only ones going. Kieran. Yeah, yeah. Church, he just won, you know, VIP passes, all that stuff. So he's going to be out there. I wouldn't be worried about it if we weren't out there all day tomorrow and all day Saturday yeah. before going. I need at uh, least five hours of beauty sleep before I wake up on Sunday. We're going to have to hire a driver. I'm gonna. My driver is going to have to hire a driver to... <laughs> so we can get to the track. So true, then Sunday, you know, that'd be exciting. Get out there early and the big cup race. Ooh, Matt Hardy. Yes, is going to say, "Gentlemen, start your engines." Is he? Yes. The he the, apparently he's going to say, "Gentlemen, start your engines" before they delete for drivers <laughs> from the playoffs. So I heads, see what you did there. Heads up to the. Uh, I see what the, you did there. The crew over there at ISM for uh, is that just because they're coming in January? Maybe because they're coming for the Royal Rumble and he, uh, he's, he's not, not really wrestling right now. Yeah, uh, so I don't want to, Well, we talk about that later. Yeah, he's hurt. Anyways, but uh, yeah, so Sunday, I'm not sad about that. Big news came out this week. Kevin Hart dock points. I don't like how they just dock points. Take away the whole F and win because docking forty points means nothing to me. When your car's illegal, take it all away. We've seen it here at Arizona Speedway. Why not? Doesn't NASCAR do it? All right, just here's, do it. Here's my problem with it. He passed every inspection, post and pre race inspection, and then they catch it later, and then they dock it midweek. Dock it the day of. That's why you have. Why are we? I mean, you. We've been in that garage, and we're going to be in the garage this weekend. These guys work hard to get it to pass. You have templates, and if they fail, they go. What do they do? You see them pushing the guy. You, we were helping guys push cars last year <laughs> to get it out, so they could get working on it and get back to their inspections again. You know, and it's like if it if it's failing, you know, do it on the spot. Like do it that day. You know, don't wait till Wednesday. To There's do been it. plenty of times I have made oh. my post race video, and Ray has been like, "Hey <laughs> yeah, man, so and so got DQ'd <laughs> yes. and, and this year. Good. Craig Parker last pure stock race got DQ'd. Probably gonna lose championship to Larry Bregner this weekend because of that. Uh, we've seen." Chase Owls got DQ'd the final race, lost the championship to Mark Harrison. Just DQ these guys. Yeah. Taking 40 points away isn't even taking away all the points you get for a win. Like, that's why... Well, it, it knocked him, it knocked Harvick out of, he's not qualified for Miami now, right? Well, he's still here? three points to the good. They just took, yeah. like, the win away. Like, yeah. they, not really the win. They said, hey, you're not qualified for yeah, Homestead anymore. But he's going to wax him at Phoenix that, anyways. But, uh, but still, regardless. What, what if he goes out there and gets involved in the wreck in, in lap two? It's well, a costly mistake then. That's yeah, point, that'd be good. So. But still, they should take the ones away regardless. And yeah, whoever was in second. Should have won and move him up to. But, that, but that's why stood. that's why they need to do it day of is because right. the guy will be in victory lane or whatever. You do the post inspection, so you're not you're still going to miss all that stuff. But by the time everybody gets home, by the time all the racers get done with all, you can stuff, turn on your everybody's going like, to know. Oh, wow. Yeah, everybody, the track and everywhere is going to know instead of waiting till Wednesday. Because imagine what that does, not just the Harvick's team, but the other teams. You know, I'm sure they found out earlier, right? Like they probably knew like Monday or Tuesday that it was rumblings or whatever. Whatever, that they were talking about it, but can you imagine? Like, even if you're the team that, so oh, Harvard got your second place team. Oh, we got Doc. He's taking out that, so we have a chance now. Which you didn't think you had one before, you know. So, but even there, it's like just do it on Sunday. That's what you have. Otherwise, stop inspecting cars till after the race and then do it. You know, because it just makes zero. As a guy that doesn't follow it religiously, it just makes zero sense why you come out on Wednesday. The car did not change from Sunday to Wednesday. 
right? Yeah. I'm assuming. Like, you obviously took the car back because it won. Like, you knew something <laughs> was up. Like, hey, let's check out this. Yeah. So, like, why not just do it then? I don't pay, know. Pay like, some overtime. Have the guys figure it out on Sunday night. <laughs> right? Like, what the heck? One thing I am, and it's so dumb, I, I think you're excited about it, too, is just just seeing this cactus. Uh, we won't be able to see it. Well, tomorrow night we'll be able to yeah, see it. Yeah, tomorrow night we'll be lit up. The, um, you know, they're lighting up the cactus on the on the uh, front stretch, so the start-finish line there. Um, and they're going to light it up. I'm sure they're going to light it up Saturday and Sunday, but being during the day, it's, you know, it's not going to be as brilliant. But we're going to see it tomorrow night. Well, yeah, you'll probably see it during the shade, though, because that's where the shade yeah, it's hits. Yeah, going to be on that but, side. But no, I am mean, pretty excited about the cactus uh, start-finish line flag stand. It's ridiculous uh, how excited I am about that. It's, dude, it's a beautiful flag <laughs> I don't know. I watched a video of them putting it in the other last week. I know. Yeah, they're like, how weird was that? Like, all this technology today and everything, and they put it on, like, a thing with wheels and wheeled it over there. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, so we got to So we got to go back and get a picture again. with the uh Yeah, the no, yeah, we're totally doing that. We're doing selfies. We're like, it's going to be the... Most popular, like, forget the drivers and everything we've, we've seen a hundred times. Flag stand's going to be the go-to thing, right? The go-to. <laughs> there you go. Steve, he's entertained easily. Very, very easily. It's a lot. There's a lot of downtime, Jason. All right, so who's your pick Sunday? Who are you picking? Who keep your eye on? Uh, you go first because you already know your answer. Well, when I look at this championship battle, yes. boys and girls, I tell you what, Homestead's going to be cray. Okay? You got Joe Logano. He's there. He, You got, you know, Martin Truex, who's not happy with Joe Logano because he bumped him. Yes. You got Eric Almarola, not happy with Joe Logano because he raced him. Uh, which... Eric Amarola. Yeah, that's a whole other deal. I'm right? telling you right now, there's fans out here that are listening to this right now because we are, you know, going to put this on... The speaker when we get to Arizona Speedway Saturday night. <laughs> oh, we are. Okay. And if you are Eric Alberola fan, early. come see me throughout <laughs> the night. Don't I will at me. Come up here. Come up and see me. I will give you money to purchase your new hat for your new driver because you need a new driver. Because Eric Alberola <laughs> isn't a driver. He is a whiny little wine bag. Uh, <laughs> and and when you when you come up to Jason, give me a head start. I'll be on top so I can film the whole thing and what's going down. I, I will purchase. I will purchase. I will swap you out. All right, Eric Alberola gear for Joey Logano gear because you need a driver that races, not one that whines about getting raced. <laughs> Like, that's what you need. But no, so you look at the championship battle. You got Kyle Busch, Mark Truex, Joe Leano, Kevin Hart locked in right now. Harvick's only good three points over Kurt Busch. Chase Hill, Eric Amarillo, Clint Moyer. Amarillo, throw him out. This ain't a restricted point race. He has no chance. Yep. Clint Moyer hasn't run too good. Does show signs at Phoenix, but I don't think he gets it done. Team's kind of been on downward slope. Kurt Busch, interesting. Interesting, but no, take him out. Joey, don't see him winning. Kyle Busch, Martin Truex. I really like those guys, but this is totally Kevin Harvick's track. But if you go back to last fall, Kevin Harvick did not do so good. Guy that finished second, though, in that race, gave it up just at the very end. That was Chase Elliott. Chase Elliott needs a win this weekend. So I'm picking the number nine, Chase Elliott, to get her in victory lane this weekend. Really? He does race good here. There's no doubt about it. You know, shorter track. It's a faster track for him, and he tends to go on that. And last year, or uh, in April, I guess it was, uh, you know, him and uh, Kyle Busch were kind of mixing it up there in one and two for a lot of that while we were sitting in those pit boxes there and everything. So I was going to go with him, but I had a feeling you were going with him. Uh, but actually, I think Logano, even though he doesn't need to really go for this or anything, I just think it's going to be his track. He's setting it up. He's going to get ready for Homestead. And he's just going to go in here, and it's just going to be his race. Kyle Busch is going to be right behind him, pushing him the whole time. So as long as they stay clean, Logano's going to win this out. And good. Harvick, like you said, 
awesome track for him. So if he stays clean, he'll be in the mix in the front. I just think, like most things in Arizona, that's what's going to be different about this track layout is they race here. Um, you know, two or three guys will bundle up. They'll race together here. It's actually pretty exciting to watch them. Usually they're in the front. So that's what we're going to go with. So he's got what got him. I got Chase Elliott. The crowd goes crazy because I picked Bill Elliott's son, and that's all racers really care about is namesakes. So, yeah. I'm going Earhart then. Earhart. Yeah, go Jeffrey. We hung out with him last year. Yeah, exactly. I want to thank uh, John Cornell for hopping on the podcast. Uh, I want to thank all you race fans for listening. Don't forget to share this, rate this, do all that good stuff. We are on Spotify, iTunes, Podbean. So uh, make sure you share the podcast, rate the podcast. We've got a lot of uh, ratings that have been coming in this past week. Had a great Western World Week. Uh, Can't say enough about the Western World. We're getting ready for the Oval Nationals right now. Uh, Man, it's going to be some exciting stuff. Oval Nationals uh, are starting. Oh, no, it's only 4.30. They're getting there, ready so. to wheel pack yes. uh, here in about an hour. But Tyler Courtney, just two points behind Kevin Thomas Jr. You got Chris Windham in the mix as well. He needs some, he needs some help, though. Windham needs some help. And then you got the demon, Damian Garner. That UCLA CRA point right now is the closest points battle going into Oval Nationals. The Gardner right now, the demon. Leads it right now by nine points over Brody Roa. So it, uh, it tightened up last week. Yeah, so well, Gardner jumped him. So, yeah, yeah. so, <laughs> so I mean, yeah, definitely yeah. looking forward to seeing uh, those guys close out their season this weekend, and uh, looking forward to uh, getting the wing sprints here in a few weeks uh, for the uh, Copper Classic. That that's obviously you know I'm looking forward to this weekend because those late model guys are uh, pretty fun to watch. But Copper Classics, where you eyeballing? We'll get a week off from that, and then. Uh, head right down into the Copper Classic there, which will be exciting, especially, uh, you know, that weekend. Special weekend. Will be a special weekend indeed. So I think our race fans will listen. God bless you. God bless the troops. And God bless America.